Yep. This Raising Hell episode nine. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Um, uh, I'm start this off. We have a very special guest, but before we get into that, um, uh, I just want to say I always I've I've been plugging um, I've been plugging the uh, you know the Anchor.fm backslash Raising Hell. Uh, if you want to donate, that's cool. If you don't, that's fine. As long as people are listening, I like we like seeing the numbers go up. Um, let me pull it up real quick. We have like we have like uh, our estimated audience is uh, sixty people. That's great. We're over six hundred plays. Uh, no, dude, dude, it is what it is. But the thing is, um, J Lo's giggling, but people hit me up and people hit all of us up on the daily saying uh they like listening so this goes out to all you guys thanks for listening thanks for uh uh, carving out an hour or two of your day to listen to us i I think that's pretty cool and that's not what we want to accomplish with this but it's definitely a bonus um i will say the episode seven with will is the fastest rising play of the podcast if you want to listen to that jump on that train but if you want to listen to any of the others man go right ahead you know what i mean if you haven't already people uh, really want to know the origin of shitty will they needed to know yeah they needed to know and they had to listen they had to listen to the whole entire episode to get to that as well uh i did get an i did get an email who do you guys think it's from an email yeah i got i got our first email uh, from somebody. Who do you think it was? <clears throat> uh, Gary Wolfgang. Oh my gosh! No, it wasn't. No, 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 no. Actually, uh, I think Gary actually did hit up Mikey last week. Yes, via yeah, text. <laughs> he sent. He sent. Uh, Mikey. Before we came on, he sent me a message. He said that he got, he told me it's all my fault that he got hit up in Gary. I want to know he's. I don't know if he's going to respond, but Gary Wolfgang, if you're listening to this man, I appreciate you listening. Dude, come on. Let's talk about common enemy. Let's go. I'll make yes, that offer. Uh, dude, I'll, 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 I'll talk to Gary for sure. But, um, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Everybody, they relate to everybody. You know what I'm saying? I think everybody yeah. has seen common enemy, but we've already talked about common enemy way too much already. If not enough, <laughs> but it was, it was I'll, I'll i'll read it It was from phil phil is phil is a big uh a big listener and uh longtime friend relevant to he our said, guests hey, right? he said yeah he said hey y'all it's phil from villain anti-venom shoe city records figure i'd fill you in because you can't seem to remember i reached out to j-lo <laughs> and we were bullshitting but i just wanted to the rest uh, i wanted to let the rest of you know i love the podcast i look forward I to it each common week. Enemy, i drive uh, for work so i, I like just 12, audiobooks podcast awesome. and shit all the time and you all have joined the ranks of the heavy yeah. rotation sounds like you're doing well keep it up peace phil and the guy you punched me <laughs> on a red skate park so i'm glad it was from i'm glad people yes maybe it's the same person anyway okay. um but uh, I appreciate that. If you wanna, if you wanna email us uh, any suggestions, guest tips, any of that, it's raisinghellpodcast at gmail dot com. P- 
podcast with a K, not a C. We went over that last week if you missed it. But um, before we introduce our guest, what have you guys been listening to? Oh, oh wait. Oh, wait. Wait. J- oh, JLo is holding up his phone. Is it another five-star review? You keep forgetting the segment of our five-star review. Did we not do it last week? Record speed. No, we did it. Our five-star review of the week comes from another friend of the pod, uh, Matt Bennett. Hello. It's me, Matt from Iron Price. I'm a big fan of you guys making a racket with instruments or even only with your big stupid idiot mouths. Seriously, very funny stuff, and I miss you all. Matt, miss you too, bud. Shout out Iron Price. Hopefully we'll have either him or Dennis saying stupid shit on here at some point. Yes. (laughs) The reason why I I always forget about the five-star reviews is because I didn't know we were getting them on the regular. I didn't know we were getting them, so I just skip over that just... Because you want to give people money. Yeah, you just want to hand out money. I'm trying to get positives for us over here. Yeah. I haven't given out money in a while, and I love it. Anyway, if you listen to this shit, (laughs) five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, please send them over. Uh, I'll read one every week as long as we keep getting them. So keep sending them. Let's do it, dude. Yeah. Um, I want to ask everyone what they've been listening to recently because with uh, the influx of... uh, the pandemic and uh everyone's putting out music it just people figured out how to do it remotely or people are just band just want to keep on trucking so people keep on releasing music that actually to tell you the truth it's very hard to keep up with all the new music it was easier when we were younger because uh you had to put it out on like a cd or you know a seven inch or whatnot but now people just upload that shit and it's live so what's everyone been listening to gord you go who's gonna go first i want to know what gord has to say yeah tell us what you've been listening to what have i been listening to um this band uh burnt by the sun they put out an album called soundtrack to your escape i've been listening to that a lot lately brand new uh, brand new stuff is that new Wait, what year was that put out? It's got this brand new track, Dracula with sunglasses. It's the new 2000, oh. 2002. No, you're like you're you're intertwining like two or three other albums combined, man. That's Rise Against. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, nah, I uh I had them listen to Burnt by a Sun out the ass, and they're awesome, and I come back to them and they're very underappreciated. Anyway, uh this band Saren. I never heard before put out album called uh, you can't go back and it sounds like ISIS and uh, I guess all those kinds of bands Pelican kind of and Jesu and it's super rad and uh, you know no one's done that in a while so I've been really into that isn't, isn't the and record then, like called usual suspects that everybody's been talking about Enforce came out with that new record that's that's pretty that's pretty rad. I, I've only listened to it once, so I don't want to say, you know, ranking or anything. <laughs> and then uh, I hate God put out that record last Friday too. And I thought that was pretty good on a couple of listens. Nice. Nice. Pretty good <laughs> suggestions, dude. Didn't we say like, we're not doing that? We, we, we're strongly <laughs> against the soundboard. I mean, if it's going to be like that, I'm fucking pro dude. Yeah, bro. Everybody, the fucking carrot top of podcasts. Wow. <laughs> Martello, what have you been listening to? Uh, I've been listening to a couple things that uh, I, I've liked. Uh, I, I've been really into this band called Slant. 
recently. They're uh, like a South Korean, like hardcore punk band. They kind of, if you know, like the kind of bands that are on, like that would play like Damage City, like they're that kind. Fuck they're yeah. that kind of band. Uh, they're really awesome. Um, the other band I've been really into is uh, uh, Glitterer. <laughs> Okay, that's uh Ned from Title Fight, correct? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh it's just like more, you know, sad boy music. Dude, so you you brought that up to me earlier. I, I tried listening to the one that came out last year with the, the him behind the shades or whatever, I forget what it's called. That red record. Yeah. Oh, I didn't it was whatever. I listened to this and I, I think musically I like it a lot. It's like very like Weezer meet from Steve but meet Steve Albini kind of vibes, I guess, is like a uh, good way it felt to me. But like I hate it how it's mixed like a one of those yeah. Albini type records and there's like songs that have like a fuzz guitar just on the right side and acoustic yeah. guitar on the hard pan left. Like it's the it's the key, the keyboards are probably the most noticeable when it comes to that kind of stuff. But I think I'm able to kind of just like everything else sounds good on it. Like I think it's I think it's 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 decently produced other than other than the mixing. So like I kind of can like be whatever about that stuff and like the harmonies still work for me but yeah it, it took me a little couple listens to like not pay attention to that i feel you i went into that being like ready to be like oh no man floral greens the shit and you know but it was cool like i like the songs on it a lot so yeah uh, yeah yeah that's cool and then the other thing i just want to uh i'll give a shout out to like the uh some some philly philly boyfriends of ours uh been dudes and sold yeah, uh, they they just came out with a new track called "A New Wind," uh, and it's super good. It's very like gothy, surfy kind of stuff. The thing, the thing. So I listened to that song, um, the new single. It was in like it was in like I think they posted like a skate video. It was in like a oh, skate yeah. video. Yeah, it was in a. There's a big. Um, oh, I forget. Here, I'm trying. I'll look it up right now. Uh, no, but I. So I'm not a. I'm not a huge fan of the music but the one thing i do appreciate with all scott signorino's bands is that his bass is always like strong in every recording that scott does and and i'd love to know what he says in the recording studio because his his bass playing is phenomenal and i think it's and i don't think it's technical i just think like he's oh, he, knows he knows how to, how to play the instrument yeah, yeah, yeah. I think well, instrument I, right. No, yeah, he, and he, I think everybody in that band has like they're they're all like they're, they're all very like tonehead kind of guys. Like Ted, the dude who sings uh, and plays guitar, is just very like tone centric. You know, they they I think they recorded it on on reel to reel as well. I think they're those dudes are really about doing like a tape recording and not doing digital. That's sick. Yeah, no, no, the name, the name of the, uh, the name of the, the name of the, uh, it's a, it's a Red Bull documentary thing. It's called, uh, greetings from, and they were on, they had some other, another one of their songs was put on like some like surf video. Um, I forget what that one's called. Sick. Fuck yeah. But yeah, it's very much like, I don't know, kind of, it just got, like, it has a very much like a hot snakes kind of, <laughs> kind of vibe to it. Don't fucking click at me, dude. <laughs> Don't ever fucking click at me. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, fucking, uh, I've been listening to that Enforced record. Uh, also, it's rad. Uh, it's called Kill Grid. It's kind of like guy power trip, but with more Slayer vibes. I guess is a good way to put it. I don't know. Yeah. More like double kick and more like 
Yeah. So when you said, yo, so when you said Slayer, I'm like, where does this kick in? His vocals, the way he arranges his vocals in that band, obviously it's power trip, like almost tribute. Like it just like, and those dudes start in 2017 and they're from Richmond. So they like kind of started it up when like power trip was kind of getting hot or was hot. And then uh, the vocals just sound like um, Slayer. It's great. The way he like, I don't know. I look up to that shit because I try to look up to other singers, but I think that's great. It makes, it sets it apart a little bit. Yeah. It's rad. Also rad hardcore record. I like the uh, new worn record a lot. Human work. It reminds me of Think I Care. It's fucking fast. It's real fucking pissed off. It's good shit. And the last thing is, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if Jordan, I don't know if you listened yet. The new Crown record. Royal I did Story. listen to that. Of course I listened to that. Yeah, it's pretty fucking badass, dude. I, yeah. I didn't know what to think with that band. I feel like they're kind of like a hit or miss band over the years, depending on what you listen to. The last two re- They're consistent. The last couple, they're very consistent. And, you know, it's the same thing over and over again. But, I mean, it's it's pretty damn good. They're really good at what they do. They're just not, like, super popular. Yeah, fuck yeah. It's real good, though. I don't know. I, like, I don't know. There's, they feel like there's good melodic death metal out there if you look for it, so... Cheers to that. Definitely. What you got, Dion? Uh, not hardcore. Well, weird. Been, you, you guys, you guys know me. You guys know me <laughs> and my pop punk thing. Uh, I've been listening to this guy, uh, Mod Son. Uh, he's he he actually put out a single with uh, Avril Lavigne. It's pretty catchy. Oh, that's uh, sick. <laughs> yeah no <laughs> what happened to you man what what dude i've no dude i've always i always been into pop punk and i've always been a fan i've been trying to go off the beaten path because i kind of exhausted Try? all the stuff that uh no no <laughs> jesus christ no i uh because uh i call it now cheat code pop punk uh with when bands have Travis Barker on and I've exhausted a whole bunch of that catalog. And I've been trying to like veer off a little to that new, like I'm a fan of like the, those like TikTok kids making pop punk music. It, it's catchy. And uh, I've been listening to a lot of it. I also been doing a deep dive. I also been taking notes. I'm trying to find my top 10 favorite blink 182 songs of all time. So I've been listening to a lot of blink 182 recently. But that's 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 pretty much it. What are you coming up with? Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh shit! Did you get soundboarded yeah. back? Oh, I got a, oh. I got a whole fucking fart soundboard here, buddy. Fight fire oh. with fire. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where we're at. Ready, ready for the segue here? I'm going to be really professional. I've oh, also shit. listened to Love that new Crown of Thorns track, so we should bring on our guest who's been awkwardly sitting here listening to us talk for like 15 minutes now. What up? So. Yo. Oh, are you introducing somebody him? somebody introducing him? I thought you were going to... I was trying to throw it to you. Oh, you know, what's up? So, oh, I'll introduce, okay. my I'll introduce okay. myself. Uh, I'm Jordan. Who's ambitious? I'm Jordan and, and Crown of Thorns, not Crown of Thorns. Thank you, John. Um, my bad no that's fine um is like uh the the new rap persona and i just put out a song with my friend oscar fuck yeah bro yeah what you been up to uh not too much man just working a lot and 
trying to quarantine, trying not to get COVID. Um, I have a house I've been working on. It's like same. probably never going to get done. Yeah, I mean, we already know. We've been talking about the same <laughs> shit, the same house that we still don't have done for two years now. <laughs> There's not enough time in a day, man. Yeah. Home ownership. Yeah. Are you, are you, Jordan, are you like very hand? Are you handy? Oh, no, definitely Hell not. Hell no. Hell uh, no. I, I, I don't know which Jordan you're talking to. Oh, uh, I'm talking to. <laughs> talk. yeah, let's let's well, make sure we say Skip and Jordan. Yeah, 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 there, we so yeah. there we go. There we go. So okay, we'll we'll say Skip and Jordan. But uh, obviously, both of you are not handy. But how are you renovating your house if you're not handy? Are you hiring people? Are you? Yeah, to be honest, what are you doing? Uh, I just been like hiring like different local crackheads and shit like that. Uh, just like, <laughs> no, oh yeah, that's how you help a community. <laughs> Seriously out. though. Um, you are giving back, but that's like, that's one of the reasons it's slow is because I refuse to like pay for the work because since I'm paying for it out of pocket, I just like kind of get in whenever I can. So I just have to find the crackhead that wants to help me out at that time. You know what I mean? They, they you got him at the sweet spot. It's just like, you know, anybody that's around, they just like say that they do work and they say that they're going to do this for this price. And then like, you know what I mean? It, they eventually something happens in their life and they quit the quit the work. And then you just hire the next like random family friend and, and whatnot until sometime you get somewhere. <laughs> I mean, eventually, it sounds like that's so, why it's been going on for two years. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so once once I get into the house, I can actually get like a homeowner's loan, but you can't get one until you live in the house. So it's just like not livable yet. The crackhead plan only uh, goes up to the to to the point where it's livable. Then I can get a loan to finish it with like. Real work. <laughs> Bro, I like that. Wow. Now, now, Skip, how now uh, we know each other because. Uh, you played or still play in a band called Bench Press from Central Pennsylvania. How did I? I am really bad with actually all of these, but how did we all meet? Was it a show you guys booked, or did like I know you come out this way a lot? How how did we actually all meet? Um, I think that like I don't even. By the time you guys were like playing around like Lewistown fire hall shows. I don't think I was even necessarily in bench press yet. I think Donnie was still in the band. So I think honestly, you guys were getting booked by drew. Um, yeah, I, I remember this really specifically. Yeah. I don't mean to jump in, but I no, have, go a, for I have it. a funny story with this. Too. Yeah, go for it. Cause I, I remember getting like drew booking that show with us and he emailed us just from uh, bench press and I hadn't listened to bench press yet. And it just came up as uh bench first name, press last name. <laughs> And like I didn't know that Bench Press was a band or whatever, and I thought it was just like a promoter or something, like uh, right, sure, like, like a, Gutter Christ like or a, something, you know yeah, I mean? or like any number of central PA promoters with a name like Bench Press Productions or whatever. Right. So we <laughs> we started joking around. Like eventually, we like listened to Bench Press, and we were like hyped to play the show, so we agreed to do it and come out and hang. And like, but we just kept joking around that it was some guy that goes by Bench Press, <laughs> and we were like so stoked to meet and find, figure out who the mystery Bench Press was. It's kind of like, and then, like out of is. any dude. Right, right. Out of any dude in your band, it just happened to be Drew, who was pretty jacked at the time, but he still just looked like a fit version of like Rivers Cuomo or something. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Today's Drew's birthday, yo. Shout out, Drew. Oh, fuck oh shit. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. Damn. I mean, then. then yeah, on his, yeah, on his birthday, we're, uh, we're having a podcast with Skip, but not he's him. 40, so. He's 45 years happy old birthday. today. So happy <laughs> birthday to him. Oh, man. 
I think he's like early 30s, all right? Drew's 31. Yeah. Drew Drew's killing it in life. Yeah. Drew's my hero. Dude, Drew's doing things I would never imagine. Yeah. I think him doing back when we start doing stuff. Yeah, I put yeah. up with like just dickheads at work and I, then I like think about like what Drew has to do the reserve that he has to do with his job. Oh my god. Like, Wait, did I ever tell you Dion, did I ever tell you uh, or or Skip, I don't know if you know this. Have you heard Drew talking asleep before? Uh, I feel like I've yes. heard him make some noises, some like high-pitched noises. <laughs> so at Dion, so at Dion's wedding, uh it was Dion's wedding. It was like me and him shared a room uh at the wedding and i just remember like it was like early in the morning and i like woke up a little bit and i just drew just goes just out of nowhere he just goes did you bring enough for the whole class yeah yeah <laughs> and i was like i was like on the floor fucking dying what are you dreaming about <laughs> <laughs> what a dad dude drew if if those who didn't know i had a wedding and we tried to you know um drew told me that he djs so i'm like yo you want dj my wedding he goes yeah man you don't have to pay me a single thing i'm like i'm no i'm gonna pay you and guess what since, since you're so cool i'm gonna let you stay in the room i stayed in the night before and then martello stayed in it too correct it was just you two yeah, or I think what was it? Lee was there. She was my date. I think she was there too. Uh, I don't remember. I, everything I remember is about Drew saying that in his sleep, <laughs> dude. But Drew, Drew killed it on. Dude, everyone had a blast at my wedding. Drew is and a, it was all thanks a to wedding Drew. DJ spirit animal. Oh, dude, he was born to be a wedding DJ. I got wild at your wedding. A lot of people got wild, baby. And you guys got caught out in a rainstorm because you guys want to go run to the parking lot to smoke weed. And then a huge no. thunderstorm came. Yeah, that we got stuck in the car. It was like a monsoon. It was crazy. Martello, do you snore? It was sick. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I, I thought so. I thought so. Because I remember, uh, like, as soon as you said about staying in the room with Drew, I remember that he always, like, uh, talks about that night about your snoring and stuff. So I just wanted to, like, Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. The, the drunker I guess. He's not like, here to defend himself, so I mean, maybe he was, maybe he was just like putting on for you whenever he was like, you know, talking in his sleep or whatever. He was probably just trying to get you. To no, show it up. was uh, no, because I was already, I was already awake. Like I was up. It was in the morning, dude. Martello snoring. That's a crazy. The pitches, room. the pitches that came out, <laughs> that come out of Martello's mouth when he snores. It's not a normal snore. It's like, it's. It's an experience. It's yeah. it's well, it Dion's here. Dion's here to just tell everybody about about my problems. <laughs> yeah, but your story is legendary. Uh, okay. yeah. to, to be fair, and it is at it's, the exact pitch that wakes a human brain up from slumber. Apparently, so <laughs> at least you have a. Uh, I snore. I snore less life, now. You know? They don't <laughs> want to save my life. They just want to talk about it. I believe it. Quentin Spoken will help with that for sure. I believe. Yeah. No. I mean, I have a, I have a deviated septum. <laughs> But I, I did want to say that that Lewistown show was hard as shit. I remember people moshing there, and it was at a fire hall, and people were getting moshed into the fireman's cubbies, which is like a, just a great visual to think about someone just getting <laughs> yeah. lost in one with a fireman's outfit around him. Yeah. And uh, you also did play that show, so we did meet you that day, even though you weren't in bench press. You played in Cop Killer, I believe. I think Cop Cop Killer, yeah. There was a. There's always been Cop just a, a handful of bands of us all playing together. Um. The fire hall shows are awesome. I've grown to to love the quirkiness of like the small town shows over here. So there's always a bad dude to play. Yeah, 
Dude, I never knew Central PA went off until that show. Yeah. And then when I saw it, I saw it happen. I was just like, this is heaven. This is heaven. Like these small town places you never knew. And everyone just going off and everyone just, everyone just loves each other too. There's like, there's zero beef and everyone's just having a good time. It's a lot of That's work to keep it going though, because it's like, it's like not around anymore. But I don't know if it's around. No, not at it's all. It's not around anywhere. So that's a bummer to hear. Oh well, yeah, that's true. But like, I, what I was gonna say is like, it's funny because I always equated Central PA, PA with good shows because I guess like bands that I played in earlier on played a lot of Central PA shows. Yeah, I think Jordan's did too. Like I remember the Divining playing. Divining was a big deal over here for a while. <laughs> Yo, Henderfest, man. Remember Henderfest? Oh uh, yeah, Hen- Hender. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah shout out to John Hendershot. Hendershot. Yeah, Hendershot. Yeah. Hendershot. Yeah. Hendershot. Fucking Blackwater. Casey Gleghorn. What it do? Yeah. The, the what first was that venue time? that he had yeah. that weird like bar, that weird like metal place. That place was awful. It was like a, it was like a Dutch oven in that place. I don't remember. That's so hot. Like, which oh, is just co- like I remember it was like a hundred degrees outside. Oh, oh okay, I, I know what you there. mean now. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. played there. That was when Dead Again played with the uh, One Dead Three Wounded, and I, I think through the eyes of the it, dead. I want to say. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was the the most like you know early two thousands metalcore show. You know, but uh, yeah, man, it was like 100 degrees outside. And I just remember stepping outside and it was like, oh, man, it feels good out here. Like, because <laughs> it was just this metal fucking it's like one of those. I don't know what kind of buildings you call those. Where it's like a have fucking ever, warehouse. Barn have you ever been made a tin? Have you ever been in a Dutch oven? <laughs> are, you, are you asking me if I've ever been in a Dutch oven? <laughs> yeah. Why the hell not? You're like, it felt like a Dutch oven in there. I wonder if you're ever in a Dutch oven. Are we talking about the fart one or is there like a real Dutch oven? I I don't actually know. (laughs) (laughs) Is it just the fart term or is there an actual like cooking apparatus? I don't know. Yeah. Are you talking about what? No, a Dutch oven is is, is like, you should know this. You can't fit inside a Dutch oven, man. Like how big of a Dutch oven are you talking about? Well, how do you know how one feels like? Anyway, anyway, yeah, no, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what heats a Dutch oven, but, but yeah, uh, it's like in in some stone or some shit like that. I don't think you can get in one like a human. It's re- you know, it's just, it's just, it's hot. That's all. That's all you got. It's hot. it was hot. There we go. It's a nice, boring description of how I felt in there. It was just hot. Nice. Uh, anyway, right. but after after that after that sh- after that fire hall show, I feel like rock bottom and bench press were almost meant to be together. I remember after that show, I'm like, I'm, I want to do a weekend with these guys, and we ended up doing a weekend here, a weekend there, and then we ended up doing uh, the shows down south. And that's when kind of like our friendship and kind of lament it. If that's, if, if that's a verb. No, 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 it's not. I'm not sure what you mean, but you... I've also Wait, let me, let times. me get, let me get my, let me get my, let me get my dictionary out real quick. <laughs> I'm looking up lamented right now, so don't you worry about um, it. I think, but, I think um, lamented means like you like you you weren't really feeling us. Yeah, you too too lament. You you lament. You're like yeah. sad. Yeah. 
You're sad. A conventional way of <laughs> describing someone who has died. <laughs> well, uh, it's not I, that. I yeah. think you mean like it was like a tour, like there's highs and lows. Is that what you're trying to say? Kind of like John no, Lowe I mean like the they were our. I, I think yeah, you mean cemented our friendship. Cemented. cemented. Yes. Cemented. Yeah, that's crazy. Cemented. <laughs> you know, to eat the zone, as they say. Yeah. Eat the zone. <laughs> hey, we're rock bottom and we we really support grammar. <laughs> English, not I. That was hard English is not my strong. English is not my strongest <laughs> subject either. I just switched the L and the C. Yeah. No big deal. No big okay, deal. guys. But yeah, no, definitely. So, that no definitely cemented our friendship. I would say, for sure. Yeah, and that um, we only did weekend tours because for a while because you know obligations, adulthood. But we all found time to do that. I think in kind of at the height of you guys. And also at the, I think Jordan just joined the band. It was 2013. Whenever we first started playing guys, together uh, is when Jordan got there. I mean, we played that skate park show uh, right outside of Pittsburgh or in Pittsburgh. Yes. That was one of Jordan's first shows. And that was a pretty wild yeah. gig. That was wild. You know, that was a great gig. That was a great gig. That was, I think, yes, yes. That was, that was the first weekend we did. I believe it was so it was that show and we played that Columbus show Columbus? at it was the, yeah then, it was the was Empire Rats that was, video shoot played Grand Rapids one guitar player. after that that was, that was yeah, Jordan, I think. That, was, that was before me okay. oh. I was trying to think through this earlier because I think the first time we played with Bench Press I think Will was still in the band and then we definitely did that weekend and it was just me playing guitar and then we did the tour and it was Jordan playing. It's guitar. just like a ton of no, like little no, handfuls of shows. Like it's really, no, really hard. Will never, Will never too. was in. So Will was never in the band when we played with Bench Press because they came. Bench Press came out with Stay Hated in 2012, and by that time we came out with Down with the Devil, and Will was not in the band anymore. Like we, we, they already came out with Stay Hated, and we did weekend shows it was just the four of us for a little bit and then i know jordan was on that tour down south for sure mm-hmm. yeah he's definitely there sleeping on his back everywhere you at the, but but the one the one of my favorite bench press one of my favorite shows ever was playing it, it was called the carabar in columbus ohio it was the empire rats video shoot and it was in that bar and they had cheap beer and there was a ton of people there and it was a benefit for their friend bryce uh who died i think earlier that year the year before and we all went out and that was one of my favorite shows of all time that rock played. of course i don't i think i I don't remember any of that show because i think those pictures were like i think the pictures were like three to four dollars or something like that so all of us were just walking around like it looked like some, it looked like we were like in a car we we're cartoon characters yeah. we we're just drinking from pictures. they really prioritized and band members they were really taking care of us yes yeah always dude always, Columbus I has I, always I, been I, great with that we we played like oh man we we all played like garbage i don't think anybody gave a shit though i mean we that's just not so how i remember drunk. it but it could no be everyone played oh. tight as hell yeah, that's what everyone I, that's what played I, their best i don't i'm i i i'm just maybe I just don't remember for obvious no, reasons. Uh, cheeseburger shirt. Oh yeah, the cheese. That is that is when the cheeseburger shirt. 
Dude, classic. Man. That was a Walmart specialist, I believe, correct? Yo, my man, Anthony. I, I should have called Aaron to come over here and hang out while we did this. <laughs> uh, you should have, man. I miss that dude. Yeah, Aaron's killing it right now, too. He's cutting hair and shit. He's the, he's the hippest fucking uh, barber in town, so... That's awesome. That's awesome. And he also uh, operates out of uh, a coffee shop that Ryan owns. So everybody is doing pretty well for themselves. Oh, yeah. Paul is Super also sick. doing well for himself. He still has the, uh, the the Jenny van. So that's like a win. <laughs> you yeah, know, he's, still, he's, he's still a cold cuts, I believe. My former coworker. Yes. Over there. Yes. I believe so. Dude, but I the 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 most favorite thing about you guys was that we've done weekend tours by ourselves and they were always good, but like finally going out with like-minded people and like doing stuff like in between was my favorite part. And obviously that Southern tour, Jordan, uh, not skip Jordan. What was your favorite part of that tour going down South? Cause that was your first time. Like, you know, going with rock bomb for the distance, you know, besides everyone being in the fitness, what was your favorite part? Thanks, Theon. My favorite part is probably <laughs> your guys' least favorite part that you didn't know until I told you like years later that I, I threw up behind the amp at the end of that Orlando show and no one ever knew. <laughs> no, you told us like right after, man. Yeah, we knew right away, yes. man. We knew, I don't know what you're talking about right now. You told us like literally, yo, yo you guys see me fucking throw up back there and i was like wait no i didn't nobody saw you throw up oh, no. that was my favorite part i just remember hearing the end of raise hell and it was like like you could granted you can play that song however you want to it's just a bunch of palm mutes so like who the fuck knows but it was just like i broke like, the two strings. going on and gordo's like curved up in the corner that's all i, I, I broke bro- <laughs> i broke i broke two strings and i was just like i'm gonna keep playing there's like i don't know 20 seconds left of the song and whatever <laughs> And no, no one, no one knew. No one knew. You knew, but that's about it. Martello didn't even know. Dion didn't know. No, nobody knew. It was nobody knew. It was. It was I was actually like impressed. I remember Who Chris. That Chris giving me okay. the talk, and as he's giving me the talk, he's like, "Dude, you can't do that no more, man." Dion comes up and goes, "Yo, we saw the most merch this night on tour." And I, <laughs> I just look at Chris. I'm like, "I don't know. I don't know." That was funny. That's Dude, my best memory. Best. Memory. I also remember that show that we played. It was like Columbus. It was Columbus, Georgia, where we played what was like, uh, you know, it, 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 it. At first, it appeared to be a, a biker bar. Like we were really. I think we were like uh, Sons of Anarchy was like super hot then, and we were playing this place. And there's always like tough ass looking dudes, and like you know they got their bikes outside and wasn't it some kind of like wasn't it just like a they were just like yeah we just like motorcycles and people who play music you know it's it like they weren't actually like a biker gang yeah it was like a motorcycle club but i think they were christian they were uh oh, okay. they were just like you know trying to spread positivity and like hard ass looks <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i remember i remember they like they let us stay there and there was like a there was like a loft where like they had a bunch of couches. Yeah, there was a bunch of piss jugs. Made, yeah, there was a bunch of piss jugs, and they made their you know this you know I, I the only shit I know about like motorcycle club culture is literally from like the first season of Sons of Anarchy. So they sent the they had the prospect like stay there with us overnight, and I just remember that dude was on like what was he on 
like Gabby Penton. Gabby Penton, yeah. And he was just fucked up, man. He was just the whole night. He was just dipping out and stuff like that. Yeah. And I just remember right before we went to bed, he was just like, "Yo, y'all better watch out near those uh, near those couches." I saw like a bunch of scorpions on there, and I was just like, "Wait, what?" (laughs) I had no idea there were even scorpions in in Georgia. So me and Chris uh, just like fucking we we hiked it down. You guys stayed. You guys stayed slept on the couches. We me and Chris went into the van and woke up cooking like just in like the Georgia summer sun. Dude, <laughs> like a like a Dutch oven. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of Dutch oven, that place you wouldn't think because they had huge garage doors and it was the most kind of awkward layout for a stage and a show. And I think. A total of like 20 people showed up, which was okay because on that tour with, I keep on coming back to it. It it didn't matter if there was five people there, 500. It was, we were having a good time with each other and of, of course, bench press and all the dudes there. But that was one of the hottest shows I've ever played ever. For some That's reason, awful. it was so hot. And you, you'd think the air circulation in that place would be great, but it was not. Um. But no, Columbus, Georgia, I didn't even know, like, before we played there, it existed. Columbus, Georgia. I remember we passed a bunch of plantations and stuff. We love plantations. Columbus. Like, we got to play Columbus everywhere. (laughs) I thought about it a lot. I can't figure out, like, where in the state it is. Like, you know, how many years has that been? You know, I could just look at the map, but I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's anywhere in Georgia. Super South. It's super South, like almost, almost touching, uh, like Alabama, I think. Word. Yeah. Honestly, I I made, I made some good friends from there, like in a band called 38 snub that are pretty cool. Um, they played at that. They're from Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. They played at that, uh, at that spot a lot. Bench press ended up playing there again one time and some kid was moshing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Some kid moshed with a mattress. Yeah, I did, I did want to bring up uh, bench press did a lot of shit. And I kind of like forget about that sometimes. But you guys did a full US and you guys went to Europe. We had just like a packed two years, basically. But uh, but yeah, we tried to just hit it while, while we thought we could really hard. For sure. While it was hot. Yeah. Uh, no, you, you guys. What, what no, was the, uh, like. What, Go ahead. No, I was going to talk about Europe just because you guys, you guys had a huge response over that. I feel like U.S. bands get treated real well over in Europe, and you guys are, you guys got treated real well over there. Tell us a little bit about Europe. Uh, I don't know. I think we kind of have that, like, it's like kind of like a hokey style that they kind of are into. You know what I mean? With U.S. bands, like they they really love like uh, Lionheart and shit like that. Um, so like they fuck with bench press Lionheart. Yeah. Yeah. Lionheart's cool. Um, but it's like, I don't know. They, they liked us. It was, we played the first show we ever played in Europe was better than any show that we had ever played in in the U S. Um, we played like a sold out show our first two nights there to like between two and 300 kids. And we were just like, what the fuck? Uh, we kind of hated, we hated the U S <laughs> after those two nights <laughs> and then, uh, everybody, you know, took care of us and stuff like that. Like, you know what I mean? There's food everywhere. Everybody's like, everybody wants to hang out with you so much so that if you like are on your phone too much, you know, people will get offended and shit sometimes, but, um, wow, oh, really? That's a, that's a, that's an interesting, yeah. 
cultural difference. Yeah, it's it's certainly like there's a lot more people that are interested in the tribalism of it, I think. Um, mind you, this was like fucking 2014, 2015. So I, that's yeah. people use their phones just as much back then as they do now. I feel like yeah. maybe a little uh, more. Yeah, some dude, yeah. some dude wrote a post about us. Well, not not during COVID. Said uh, <laughs> these motherfuckers just wanted to know the Wi-Fi password. They didn't even want to ask me about my records. Any U.S. band in Europe, the first thing they're asking when they get anywhere is yeah. Wi-Fi. That's the first words coming out of your mouth. Yeah. That's yeah. I think he was just I, mad we didn't want to hang out with him. I don't know. Or <laughs> ask him about his records. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Speaking of hanging out, uh, we'd be remiss not to bring up if we're talking about Europe. We are uh, both of our mutual good boy. Uh, oh my god, Tim Stateless yeah. over there. He's uh, he's the man. Which is. Yeah, who you got? You uh, turned him on to us as well, and uh, unfortunately, we never got to make it over there, despite trying a couple of times. And I think Tim, I can't believe Tim is still my friend. It's it's <laughs> right kind of like how you say, like whenever we met, we kind of just like clicked, and it's the, there's no real reason. Like even looking back in retrospect, it's like kind of like does, there's not really a reason why we were just like, yeah, let's let's keep hanging out or whatever. But it's like the same thing with Tim. Like it's been a lot of years, and we just like I don't know. He's like definitely my boy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's the best, man. He's brought a lot of really rad bands over there to Europe, uh, just like within our scene, and just like way larger than that too. But uh, uh, great people, and uh, I actually didn't meet him in person until I went over there with CDC, like years later, which is kind of weird. Like I, I want to say it was probably like two years after you guys went over there, and he emailed me like all the time about uh, uh, like getting rock bottom over yeah. there, and then I just randomly ended up there with CDC, hanging out at Berlin Strength with him. Yeah, <laughs> best dude. I remember that because I was excited whenever that whenever you got to go over there and meet him. I was definitely talking about it like, yo, fuck with John or whatever. He was like, John Lowe's really cool. We were definitely talking about that like first day you were over there. Yeah. I think the last time I saw him was was 2016, maybe 2015 when he was in. Because I remember I remember. Yeah, it was for this is hardcore. I want to say that's the last time I saw him as well. I remember he had a lot of questions about. He's like, she's like, John, well, why do why is your why is your country voting for Donald Trump? And I was like, yeah. I don't know, man. Like that's, a, I had a, I don't know. I, I was like, I don't know, man. He's like, he's just like he's a t- he's on TV, and I was like, he's a TV star, and I was you know, it was, it was Ronald, interesting. It was interesting Ronald to have an outside Reagan, perspective. <laughs> yeah, but Ronald Reagan was in politics for a really long time before he actually like ran for president. Dude, well, you were probably saying time. something like, uh, don't even worry about it. It's definitely not going to happen. <laughs> Yo, yeah, 100%. I was like, that's not, that's, that's not what everybody said. It was like, hey, you know what? That's silly. We're never going to have Donald Trump as a president. I don't have to really worry and about that. that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's all good television for someone who doesn't yeah. live in the United States, for sure. Yeah, I'm still waiting for the the America season one that's, to come out. Yeah, that's kind of like, like, speaking of that, did you guys ever watch the, the Who is America? Uh, is that the is that the Oliver Stone one? No, it's uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, okay, yeah, no, I have seen that. It's it's uh, it's so good. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> he gets people to do. Some He's very good. Shit. Oh, is that the yeah. one? Yeah, yeah, pretends to be from a foreign country and like has a funny. He has like three. He has like three or four new characters. Yeah, he has, and, uh, he has a he lot has of a different characters. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. I'm, so, I'm sorry to derail. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh no, that's that's how it goes, man. That's how we that's how we do on here. Uh, yeah, you asked how we made it go so long. It's Tim, natural. Tim definitely does remind me of Borat, though. Sorry, Tim. 
I hope we have. I hope we have him. I hope we have him on the show, and we're gonna say that we're like, yo, Skip was Tim like, man, you're just guest. like, you're like our Borat. Well, I, I did I talk to him about it because uh, he does a podcast there as well. So yeah, I really want to sure. have him on here, but he's he's like self conscious about his English and doesn't want to do it. Sure, I definitely. That. I mean, I he has better English than most of us. Well, clearly, he probably he probably speaks better than Dion at this point. Let's be real. He's told me. He's told me before that he doesn't like he doesn't really understand people like uh he can't he can't understand english like as well through the phone or through something like this as like he can in person no, that makes yeah i totally get it my, my favorite th- i will before we move on from tim i just want to say that he became like an honorary philadelphian because he came to this is our course so many times and his favorite thing was going to the fucking block and bringing around jordan and his boys up there just seeing how real philadelphia was yeah <laughs> I remember we went to that brow, we went to that Brauhaus Schmidt's place on South Street, which is like a it's supposed to be like a German pub. Or what do you call what do you, what do they call bars in Germany? They have a name for them, like a Bruhaus. A Bruhaus. I don't know. He was is just like what it's called. I don't fucking know. But we went there and he just looked like we I, I think we just went there like as a joke because we're like, oh, let's take a real German to this fucking just like fake German place oh, here. Yeah, I remember that. And yeah. he was just like the whole time he was just like this is fucking stupid. Yeah. Like we had, he was like, yeah, he was, so, like yeah. he was like yeah, we have we have these places in Germany, but like this is where all like the shitheads. Like go, I would like, never go there. Like, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, first time exactly. he came to the U.S., he had to hang out in Lewistown like pretty much the whole time. And at the time, Aaron and Anthony and I, uh, uh, Anthony's Aaron's twin brother, um, we were like the worst bachelors in the world, right? And we lived above a bar. So Tim came from Germany to the U.S. and we basically made him sit in a fucking uh, second floor of a bar in a cornfield for like a week and a half. And we were just smoking mad cigarettes in the apartment and just, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> drinking, mad, drinking mad beer at like 10 in the morning and shit. It was like, I, I, we just did. You re- that is the American experience. We didn't, we like, didn't know how to act. He was so mad. He was, This is America. Yeah. Uh, but we would go down to the bar at 10 in the morning and eat pizza and just watch YouTube and shit. <laughs> uh, but finally, th- this is like a cool story. So finally, uh, I was like out of money and like we had to do something like while he was there. So uh, we went to East Coast Tsunami and I basically had to like, I was like borrowing money off of him to get beers at this point. It was just like, I had to ride there with him and um, Ryan. Ryan was going to like look at a house or something like that. So I was just like on another dude's ride on another dude's dime and just like wanted to see obituary really bad. And then (laughs) basically like Ryan picked us up like uh, during obituary's first song. And Tim was just like walking around, like not exactly like making friends. And just like I'm the guy that was there, just standing next to him, like with no money, n- not drunk at all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was like the last day Tim was there. That was the only thing he got to do the first time he came to the U.S. So whenever he got to come back and, and go to Philadelphia and go to New York, he got to take Louisa shopping in New York and stuff. So I'm Tim. If you if you ever hear this, I'm sorry that that's how you had to spend the first time you're over here. Life's life's a little <laughs> life's a little bit different now. <laughs> Yeah, he got a real experience, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That is a real experience. Um, Martella, do you want to talk about the last time you saw Skip? Yeah, the last time I saw Skip was what, like June of last year? Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure happening? of the exact date, but it was uh it might it might have been the end of May, actually. Yeah. It was whenever the it was um it was when the, the George Floyd protests were were going off. Uh 
you know, the I forget which which weekend it was, but it was like the initial weekend when like, you know, everybody was just like super angry everywhere. And uh, I went to I went to City Hall to go to go to the protest. And uh, of course, like, you know, shit just went crazy. Like, you know, they were throwing they were shooting tear gas and like cops were cops were, you know, this, hitting people. This, this wasn't actually that day. Honestly, cops didn't start hitting people, I think, till a couple of days after this was like and I feel like this happened in a lot oh, of yeah. cities, but this was the day where they kind of let everybody kick the cops ass. Yeah, they, like, and, they, they and had, I just they remember had the latest curfew like this night. The curfew got earlier and earlier and earlier as time went on. But this was like when they were like, "Okay, everybody," you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they were just like they were just yeah. It was really it was very it was just very surreal. Like uh, you know, it was like just you know thousands of people emptied out onto Chestnut Street. Yeah, and just started just you people know were, everybody just started definitely breaking, breaking down windows, the street, burning everything down. Yeah, and not to say that I didn't you know it, it, like I didn't feel. I didn't feel unsafe at all the whole time. I mean, like I saw, I honestly saw a ton of people just like pulling clothes out of these stores and just like giving them to homeless people. And I was like, oh, all right, well that's, you know, fuck. Yeah. Like that's cool. Did you uh, get but a then TV? I, no, I didn't get a TV. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it was funny because like, and Oh, I remember right, right. It, right in that moment I looked up and I guess somebody had stolen a drone because I just remember looking up and this drone goes over me and just flies straight into a building. <laughs> um, but then I turn around and I see I see Skip <laughs> I see Skip standing there in a, in a in a ski mask and he's just like Martello and I was like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and he was just like, and then uh, you know, we uh, uh we we you know we we walk, we walked back to my place after that. We we smoked the blunt on the way back. And then he came back to my house and smoked another doll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We spent, spent the rest really, of the day with you guys. Yeah. It was interesting. It was a weird, just very strange yeah, day. I think you were just, it was cool. It was great work. seeing you, man. Yeah. You too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I worked at, I worked at like 19th and chestnut and I, I was like, I'm, well, I have to go see, I have to go see these protests yeah, that are going on. It was cool. And like places like, like you worked in stuff like uh, local places um not chains didn't really they didn't really get messed with no it was all it was mostly like big corporate chain places yeah they so, were like assessed on the spot and then people like voted what they were gonna do kind of thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah then we we went, yeah, we went and hung out i mean you guys have always been really hospitable Anytime that I've like wanted to come to Philadelphia to do anything, it's always been a lot of Especially fun. Especially J Lo. J Lo always opens his hat always opened his house to anyone who ever came. Hell yeah. Not anymore, motherfuckers. Stay away. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, Hey, I heard uh, LA is like where you move if you want to live at the best place. <laughs> yeah. Except if you need a vaccine. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Says the guy who got his first dose. Yeah, well, it was, you know, getting my vaccine, it was very, it was super easy. Uh, it was a painless process, like literally, even the shot itself was painless. Um, but it's very, it was really weird because it's all, it's all held at the convention center in uh, Philly and it's all uh, done by FEMA. So it's got a, it's like, it's a little kind of a dystopia, like kind of feel because you just go in there and like there's just fucking Marines like everywhere and they're just like, go this way, go this way. Now go over there. Now go over there. And it was just like, but I mean, like, you know, I got in, I got it. They make you well, wait for 15 minutes to make sure you don't pass out. And uh, it was out. Now I'm waiting for my well, second the, one. 
Well, the most painful part I heard is trying to schedule it. You know what I mean? And you didn't have to go through that. So you just kind of just like, Hey, thanks a lot. I, I got this. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it, you know, it's weird though. It makes my, I, I was, um, the, like the next day it just felt my arm just like barely could move. And, uh, you know, it still kind of hurts, but you know, I guess that, that happens when you get a flu shot too. That's but, what uh, happens yeah. when you get the Microsoft 365 update on you. Yeah, exactly. I was actually talking to someone today and I was just like, I was like, you should, you know, if you live in like a town of people who are just like really like, you know, anti-vaccination, you should just start being like, yo, you know, your arm hurts for like a couple days, but like it makes your dick so huge, man. <laughs> like your dick gets so big. You bring, going back to the conspiracies that you brought up the other week. My favorite thing ever was the thing that was going around that was like the diagram for the chip that was supposed to be in the vaccine. And it was like <laughs> the, the chip, it was like a diagram of a HM2 pedal. And dude, if you can inject an HM2 pedal into my veins, fucking do it, dude. I'm ready to buzzsaw my way through life. That would be the sickest thing in the world. <laughs> what if that's just that you just talked? So every time you talk, maybe, or is it just like, do you, it just sounds like I don't a know. bath saw every time my mouth opens? Yeah. I mean, you're just a really distorted, it distorted voice. Um, so Skip, what are you? What else are you involved in musically right now? Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, I I know you have a band going, and you have your hip hop stuff too. So I want to I want to cover both of them before we get out of here. Yeah, so uh, I'm playing in a like a, a really cool like screamo band called Fragment of Joy. I don't think like enough people really know about that, but. I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I love Screamo. Yeah. It's like, we have like the twinkly emo, like snowing type parts. And then it's like heavier stuff. Like, I don't know. I always compare it to like Thursday or something like that. Um, there's like multiple singers and stuff like that. And then oh, hell yeah. bench press is still a band, but we hell haven't yeah. done much in a while. Um, <laughs> we still always try to though. Um, nice. Thank you. Uh, the hip hop stuff. I think I'm just going to like put out some EPs. It's just something that I've like always wanted to do. And just like, like a side Dang. hustle that I've been working on that I feel like is at a point where it makes sense to do some shit. Whack. So I'm going to do that. Um, and that's pretty much it. Oh, I'm sorry. I have another band called centralized warfare that I've been playing with too. Like a bunch of old friends. It's like, people that have always been around that maybe I've wanted to play with, but never got a chance to. I'm like, I feels like I'm getting to play with a lot of those people now too. centralized warfare kind of sounds like all out war. Oh yeah. But you got a diverse palette right there. Every, every kind of little thing that I'm into, I kind of have a band going on for right now. Um, except for like a thin Lizzie band. Like I have the songs, <laughs> but uh, dude, I don't have the band yet. It's just like it's gonna be me and Paul, but like I want to drop like whatever I'm gonna drop with a couple of these bands first just, before I move on. But that's like I'm I all think about that's the dad riffs, man. I think that's what I'm gonna do next. Dude, me too, man. Dad riffs all day, dude. No, I was actually looking up uh, because you know everyone's everyone says bench press is known for like stay hated, and then you guys came out with controlled by death. And that was awesome. And then you guys did a split with uh, the band's called Martyrs Tongue. Martyrs Tongue. Yeah, they're from those. Puerto Rico. Those. Yeah, those two songs were awesome. And then you re- 
I'm I'm gonna say recently, but like 2018, you guys came out with uh, still disgusted. Those songs rip. Yeah, those those two promos. I really fuck with those songs too. Um, I feel like we were picking up momentum there, but I don't know what happened. I mean, everybody's just mad busy. That's how it goes, you know. Yeah, everyone's doing their own shit. And you know what I mean. Pandemic Um, wise, uh, yo, Dion. Dion knows about this. Drew was going to do a thing where he was going to do like a, a donation thing. Him and Paul had written that song and uh, they put it out for friends to do vocal track over. And like it was supposed to be yes. a contest. It never came out. I did one, though. And I, I think you did one. And uh, like this kid, Colin, did one. Drew did one. No. So so he so they did that pandemic contest thing and Drew was really hammering it. Uh, for me to do it and I'm like oh, I don't know you know it's not like like I wouldn't know what to do he goes here let me share with you Skip's thing he did and I listened to it and I listened to it and it was I I instantly knew I couldn't do anything better than that and that's not an exaggeration so I just I I told Drew, I'm like, I'm not even going to try. He got skip <laughs> nailed it. You know what I mean? He nailed it. And why would I even throw my hat in the ring? And that was at the time, like, oh, oh what was that? Like April? Like that was like early on the pandemic. Pandemic right? was so that was like fun as fuck at this point. It was like, yeah, I so so <laughs> I I don't know if you know this about me, but I had another. I had another. Uh, me and my wife had another child. Well, my yeah, wife had another. Of course, child. I know. Congratulations, and, bro. And yes thank you uh but he was born in may and i think it was around that time and like personally for me i never had any like anxiety or stress or anything and so like i started going through all that like during the pandemic like right around the time my son was born sorry i'm not like crying or anything anyway but um i started going through all that shit and then he yeah and then he asked me to do that and i'm just like Dude, uh, I can't do it right now. Yeah, I can't do it right now. But at the same time, like hearing your stuff, I was like, look no further. Why would you not do something? Yeah, he never put it out. Skip. He never put it out. I bought it recently. I bought my own version because I couldn't find the one that I did on my computer. So I bought it. I for what? To, There's no like contest. to tell you truth. As soon, I <laughs> forgot about it. I totally forgot about. It. I blanked <laughs> it out. Maybe I had other shit going you on. Didn't win. Like you didn't a win. Child. <laughs> I did no, oh, I did not win you one. No, but um no, I was looking at so I was having some fun because I remember I recorded the show with you guys in Pittsburgh where that dude James was like hitting everybody and like sure. it's got like three thousand views and whatnot. So I was looking up like bench press on YouTube and I guess a couple of your album streams were on it and there was a comment it Someone wrote a comment that was CDC meets ringworm. And I was like, that's not entirely correct, but I could see where that person was kind of heading. I thought it was a funny comment. Uh, CDC meets ringworm for bench press. I think that was on the stay hated uh, album stream on YouTube. It was, it was pretty I, I just want to share that with you. Yeah, but I like uh, I like the comparison. I can kind of see where it comes from. Bench press was like edgy jocks, so that kind of makes sense, I guess. 
Oh, for sure. You guys were a fun band and you guys still are a fun band. Obviously you guys with, uh, the split and the, you know, still, still disgusting. Disgusting uh, songs are great. Maybe we'll do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So those songs, those songs are, those songs are so good, but like, they're so much elevated than your like stay hated and controlled by death, which was, I'm not going to call it like fan fodder, but at the same time, like those were like happening songs. Like you could see it in your European videos. You know what I mean? Like those songs just hit differently and just the way they're written. Yeah. Those, you know what I mean? No, for sure. They're like, I don't know that maybe like, it sounds corny, but like may have been like, you know, bands say they have like a realization point where they like style starts to like, just, you know, be everything that they were trying to be, but it makes sense. It kind of felt like maybe that was going on. And it's like, it's not, it's not like there was just two songs. You know what I mean? There was a bunch of shit in the works. Yeah. Like we could have definitely wrote an EP or whatever. Um, If they, if they listen to this, we probably will write an EP after this. <laughs> but <laughs> you guys should. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, do it. <laughs> no, Jordan, everybody Jordan, else, everybody else do it. I'm telling you right now, just, do it. Paul's Jordan getting into weirder and uh, weirder shit. He's gonna be making birdhouses in like a week if you guys don't. I haven't, I haven't heard, I haven't heard from from Burke enough tonight. I feel like. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Well, man. you fall asleep. No, I'm, fine, all right? I'm good. I just well, no, you, I was gonna bring up. Nap, open your eyes. Jordan. Open your eyes as wide as you can right now. <laughs> all right, he's with us. <laughs> Jordan Jordan did a podcast with Ill Street News that just uh, aired, and he he did met he did mention a bunch of a bench press. And what was your comment about bench press, Jordan? What did he say? They're the most underrated hardcore band. Oh my god! Thank you, ever. That's why that's why I'm kind of of being quiet right now, man. I can't you know I can't suck your band's dick too much, man. I gotta relax a little bit. He's humbled. No, go ahead. Yeah, we're doing Gordo's lighting round. Put it out. Gordo's lighting. Nah, that's good. <laughs> no, I miss I miss Jordan. I miss Salmon Street. Shout out Salmon Street. Good look, man. You know the deal. Next yeah. time you want to hang out, don't tell me like you want to smoke a blunt during a pandemic on the corner four miles away from my house, but I can't come in because you're rapping or something. Next time you want to hang out and you're in a, oh, yeah. next time you're, you're in enough, a city, yeah. give me a fair trade. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll walk the four miles, but like, let's do something. It's like, yo, I didn't, you want to come smoke weed? I didn't weed? know where I was at, bro. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he hits me up. He's like, you want to go smoke weed with me on this corner? But like, it's raining. I was like, I was like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be in town for another hour and a half. Like, can you meet me right now to smoke a little bit of weed? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, no. And I was like, okay. <laughs> we'll see you next time. I'm, I'm, was this when? Was this when you were in South Philly? Because Jordan hates South yeah, Philly. Yeah. Nah, every yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the reason was, but he didn't want to come. He said he was going shopping or something like that. Oh, shopping. <laughs> shop, yeah, he's he going to shop. Martello, it's drop. the day we bought that amp. Well, I bought that amp. That's what it was. Oh. Yeah. We went to Guitar Center. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. that. He was like rapping on like 4th and South, and, and it was like shitty out. And he was like, you just want to smoke a blunt on the corner? I'm like, no. No, kind of not, man. I got, I got to go, man. Outside of Fat Wait, Tuesdays, where were you at Fourth and South? Um, I wasn't. I wasn't rapping. I was recording with another band. I'm, I'm playing like a in a power violence band. I'm playing drums and I'm like making beats in it. So that's. I think that's why Jordan's saying I was. Oh, wow. Is there a studio like, there? Yeah, uh, Arthur. We were recording with Arthur. Oh, okay. Good on. 
I feel like everybody we talk to has a million bands. Yep. Yeah. I mean, everybody. that's what you guys were saying with the pandemic and stuff. It definitely like has been. That's why I said like before I said it was the time when pandemic was fun as fuck. That's what I mean. Like it was just like I just got to sit at home. Like, you know what I mean? I got to pretend like I want to go out and fucking go to work and talk to people all the time. I don't. I want to sit at home and make music. You know what I mean? And I got to do that. And it was like the most acceptable thing in the world. It was definitely pretty fun for a while. <laughs> I to- totally well, agree. Same. Yeah. Like I was thriving for a while yeah. and now I just ended up with like a million different songs that are just unrelated to each other. Like kudos to you for like putting together actual projects and shit, but I'm like incapable of doing that. I got ADD and now I have like, like <laughs> 75 different songs that are completely different from each other. Yeah. That's like me too. I have like I have just like I have like two riffs that are that are put put together and now I have like 20 of those. <laughs> That's it. I'll just be like, uh, I can't figure this out. Well, on to another you risk. You just gotta forge it. You gotta just fuck it. I agree. I, w- I will say this. My hey. one of my, my uh, bringing having both you guys on this pod also brings me back to when you came out with Ten Ton Hammer as our guitar player, which was an awkward situation because Chris left like halfway, but you were still chilling with us. Yeah, having a good ass time. Hell yeah. I. Uh, uh, Dude, just, oh, I don't know that story. Why did Chris leave? Uh, he can only do so much of it because of work. Or is but, so, but I okay. came and basically attended some shows that Chris played and then played some shows after him. And then I think All he right. maybe even played a show after I left. I'm not sure. It's possible. I don't even remember. That, that, that tour was such a No, show. no, no, no. He didn't. The last show was the, the, the friggin' Roadhouse show in North Carolina, in like Fayetteville. Oh yeah, we should talk about that yeah, real that, quick. I don't, I don't oh, know how long we've been talking oh, or, or whatever. No, but talk about it. Talk yeah, about so it. So we played in uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina. It's where like Jay Cole's from. The Dark Horse and Pub. Was, uh, hold on, let me something think like that. Called. I think it was like the Dark Horse Pub. No, that's not what it was called. Are you sure? Uh, Stop filling his head with yeah. nonsense, George. <laughs> please, please. I, I could. Um, <laughs> Owner, I don't fucking know. I'll th- I'll think of it maybe by the end of this. But yeah, there was a lot of things that happened. Do you want to talk about the right, owner? Dude. Yes. It's not. It I wasn't. It wasn't dark horse. About? It was something horse though. Well, first off, before we get into that farther, I just want to say that we definitely played basketball, and I definitely whooped ass. Yeah. And I just want to bring up the fact that we also whooped bench presses ass at basketball. As of course, well, of course. The rock bottom tour, so. I didn't play basketball. That's because you, to... you had Dion on your team. Any, yeah, good, 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 good team play, guys. Yeah, no. any, uh, any bands that want to take us on in basketball, I'm ready to go. It has to be three on three, though. Halo's a sleeper. Uh, Don't fall for it. Would Jordan would Jordan be down for playing basketball? I can still play with us three on three. I can still play. He's got a little shot. I, I can does. still play, like an NBA Jam style, dude. Yeah, I just court, throw them up, baby, and they just full court. I don't know about, but half court, I can definitely still play. Oh, half court for sure. The drunk. Sorry, we can. Re- I just drunk, wanted to brag for a second. The we can drunk horse. The, the drunk horse. Okay, was I was. Called. I was close. Drunk chorus. Yeah. So the Drunk Horse Pub is like a strip club that operates only during like lunch hours. <laughs> they stop the they stop the strip the club. No, for real, that. for real. They stop the strip club at like I don't know, like six or something, so they can have our stupid metalcore show that we were playing. It was very strange. And then me and Jordan took a walk around town and shit just to like get the lay of the land. And there's a fucking university like fucking six blocks down the street. You can see it. You're in Nam. And you can see the fucking university six blocks down the street. Yes. <laughs> so we just, me and Jordan took a walk to go to the liquor store. 
I'm really going to tell this story. So like this man accosted <laughs> us, right? This man accosted us. He ran out of the fucking bushes. Yes. And he was like shirtless. His pants were falling down. And you could see that he came out of like a tent in the in this bush area. And he like told us, he was like, give me what you got. He was like, what are you? He's like, do you have money? Do you have a cigarette? You know what I mean? And I was like, yeah, I can give you a cigarette. And he was like, thanks. I just got out uh, from doing 10 years for manslaughter. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, <laughs> sweet but he was like making it work oh. in the tent in the in the bushes he had a girl in there with him too yep. no oh, way. Yeah, for sure for sure he definitely did but uh we walked through the hood in fayetteville and went to the liquor store it was it, that's a crazy town it's cool the, the best is and it, it was a crazy place the strip club yeah there's a lot there's a lot more to tell when you came back the owner or guy running the show Talk to us about how, oh, it's so cool. We just got guys smoking weed. That's rad. I got this big cheese puff barrel of old roach joints. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm going to give to you. So, and then, so, here, I mean, I walked away. I walked away. I walked, I walked away at this point because I didn't know how to respond to, like, you know, this dude's like pouring his heart out, like, thinking he's giving up, like, this golden treasure chest of old joint roaches and the only one still gets you high the only one that would respond yeah. to was with skip going like uh i was like yeah it's we'll cool man it. no i said i said yes yeah no so so listen we we i mean i don't know what i should and shouldn't say but i mean we got we got hit up in our weed taken by the cops like a couple days before we were like afraid to ride with weed yeah. so yeah. So uh, we were at the show and we were like, we don't have any weed. And that guy, yeah, came with us. He went back to his house. He was like, I got just the thing for you. He went back to his house and came back with, with <laughs> the fucking the thing, thing full of roaches. Because I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, we want that. And then like after he went to get it, everybody else was like, no, dude, we're not taking that. I don't know why the fuck you told me that, that we want that. Why did he? <laughs> it like Wait, did he actually? Yeah. Dude, it was so did he bad. actually use the phrase "just the thing"? Like, was he like, "I got just the thing for you, man"? <laughs> he, he, you just wait. He was crazy. He was he was like a really like eccentric guy. But he came back, and then we had to tell him. I had to break the news to him that we weren't going to take it, and he was really offended. It's true. <laughs> he was like, "Oh wow!" Well, because he left. I think he left right after that. Yeah. Actually, oh wow, yeah. he was pissed the fuck Damn. off. So when so yeah, when you guys you said weed. yes, I'll take it. It's like, does this guy really have this? <laughs> Is he going to actually come and bring it to us? Yeah, like yeah. it was kind of like a almost like a like yeah. oh, I'll dare you to bring this. Yeah, to well, us. I was no. just Can saying. You imagine yes, like riding around with like. Can you imagine riding around like just so the, let me get this straight. So the, all the all of them were at his house. No, this was at the show. Go get... This was at the show. Oh, OK. Yeah. He, he had the, all the roaches at the show. No, no, no. He was at the show, found out that we didn't have weed and was like, I'm going to help this band out because I love fucking live music because I love saliva. So I'm going to help this, <laughs> this band out. <laughs> <laughs> oh me i listen to rock and roll yeah, he was yeah, like looked like a real click click boom motherfucker yeah yeah no i just remember there was like mad saliva posters all over that pl i'll never forget that place that strip club was mad crazy saliva on those fucking joints saliva and flaw also... posters i was like these fucking bands still exist <laughs> i remember they gave us a shitload of uh quarters for the jukebox too because i think we like put on sepultura or something they got really yeah stoked. yeah so they gave us a bunch of quarters and like yo put on all the music you it's want it's the to. only strip and, club you know, you'll like this because i put on deftones after that and everybody's just like, 
uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably that's, on the food super hard. That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> yeah, it was the only strip club I've ever been to where I, I saw all the girls going around. There was like one little like one person stage with a pole on it where there would be a dancer dancing. And then like most of the time, all the other uh, dancers were like going around and everybody was like touching each other and shit. But they were like fucking basically like trying to hustle everybody in there for fucking money. Just like trying to play pool with them and flirting with them and stuff like that. It, you know, that's it a, a wild you ever been to the you've been to. Skip, you ever been to the Republican? You ever been to the the Republican in Philly? No, maybe maybe I'm too much of a strip club virgin, but I mean, it was no. I mean, it's like like, it's like another time period. Yeah, I mean, I'm I don't I'm not really a strip club person either. What the Republican essentially is is like once the bars close at like two a.m. It's this row home that's just been converted into. I've heard about that. A after hours bar, and it uh, it it also was a strip club too. Oh, it's it is it is a uh, it is like walking into a uh, like a David Lynch movie. It's <laughs> it's fucking a it is a there's like a hundred year old dog that's just limping around, and everybody's smoking in the place. Sam too. tries to like Sam tries just, to get me to go there all the time. Yo, know, it's it's it. I mean, it's like listen, you never you're never making the sober decision to go to the Republicans, so it's always <laughs> a good time. But they do like the girls there are very they're very aggressive. Like they'll hustle like. They'll come off to you and just be like, yeah, that's cool. I like that. You got money. <laughs> I like that. Dude, who remembers? Who remembers? Okay. Kind of going off the beaten path here. Who remembers that kid from Virginia Beach who saw at the Roanoke show? Uh, no, it wasn't Roanoke. It was like almost near Richmond. He's like, yo, you guys could, you guys are playing uh, Virginia Beach tomorrow. You could stay at my you could stay in my place. He had like a condo on the beach because he went to school there. Do you guys remember his Chris. name? Chris? Chris, yeah. Chris Bibby. Well, yeah, we hung out with him multiple times in the yeah. future after that, but I think that was with him. Really? That with you, yeah. The one yeah. we hung out with him and then we saw him again two years later and his hair was like four feet longer. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it was one of those like, fuck, I'm old moments. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. We, we saw a lot of different Dude. stages. Dude, that kid was super nice and he just wanted to just hang out all the time. Fuck yeah. That was great. Yeah, he was cool. Because the only thing we want to the only thing we wanted to do on that tour was hang out at the beach at every show, and we never got a chance to until that day. And we probably stayed at like and it one was of the sickest cool. spots too. True. I remember having a seafood lunch with uh Drew <laughs> on the beach. That was good. Where was Jordan? Jordan, where were you during that whole thing? Were you sleeping? Uh, maybe, maybe smoking weed with Skip, probably. Yeah, yeah, because Jordan's always my go-to with high-end, high-end eateries. Treasurer, you know what I mean. Jordan's always the treasurer. I'm not the treasurer. I just, I don't like bullshit <laughs> food, man. I like eating good, man. If I'm somewhere that's not Philadelphia, I want something good to eat, man. Something. Sp- that was honestly my problem with Tenton Hammers. I couldn't. I didn't have someone to eat bullshit with, like Chris. I couldn't just get a little Caesars every day. Yeah. Had to actually get real food. Yuck. It, was fu- it was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> who who was that? Dude, that was the best part. That was the best part about going to places. We're gonna bring this up, or we're not gonna bring this up about eating good on tour. I'm looking for a soundbite for this one. <laughs> oh shit! Didn't count. you can tell you're running out of steam because you're sound. Yeah, right. Did, you, did you have you, have, you missed your sound you're bites, awesome. man? Oh, there you go. 
Let's just jump into it. Anyway. <laughs> See, I kept it simple with farts, man. Just to keep it straight farts, you know? You don't like my sound bites, bro? You guys are going to love I, this one. I think of your, your sound bites right there, man. <laughs> Jordan, we gotta get you. We gotta find a way to get you fired up. Now that we moved to Mondays, you're like super chill these days. Who me? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, it's Monday, man. Yeah, I'm chilling. You know, <laughs> working all day at the candle shop, pushing wicks. You could just, you just have to. Oh yeah, well, funny, funny thing though. Uh, Mikey just texted me and said, "I heard you fart from downstairs." Dumbass. <laughs> 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 On that note. On that note, is that the end? I think hey, are you guys gonna? Hey, you know what's gonna be out by the next time we talk? Is this is the is the Justice League Zack Snyder cut? Should we watch HBO it? And talk about it. I, I'll watch on it. HBO Max. You can watch all four all four hours of it. So before we four start, four hours. Yeah, fuck it's, it's Jesus. Long. That that no. hour too. That's a more time for hours for further on, but I do want to. We haven't done this yet, but I actually know who's going to be on next week. So episode ten is going to be a very special one for the Rock Bottom fans next week. Oh yes, episode. 10. We made it to ten episodes. We're going to make it to ten episodes. We did. That's double digits, guys. We we really have made it. Congrats, guys! It's your. It's the number one podcast for all Rock Bottom fans. That's what's up. For the Truly, unless me. Uh, Unless I start a second rock bottom podcast. Oh, what's it going to be called? I don't know. Like the, like the aftermath, you know, like I'll, t- I'll, I'll review the podcast the next, like in the midweek humorless anecdotes with John Martin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, remember this one time we interviewed skip and we said this, well, I really wanted to say that. <laughs> yeah. Remember uh, when Skip, you got anything else you want to plug? Anything else you want to say? Yeah, yeah. Remember when? Yeah. Remember when Chris smacked the coffee out of Martello's hand in his driveway? Legendary. <laughs> oh, my oh my god, god. that was amazing. He, yo, <laughs> he was so. What was he? So he was just excited, happened, man. But I think no, I think Chris was just gr- super grumpy that morning, and, and I was like, I was just all stoked to fucking go because we were going on tour. I was like, yeah, two weeks we're gonna go out to South, we're gonna fucking have a great time. And then like I go up to Chris, and I like, t- I, I think I took his like sweatshirt or something and and pulled it over his head, like yeah. And he was just like, fuck you. And he came up and just I had a, I had a full like one of the Wawa like twenty ounce coffees, and he just like smacked it the full no thing out of my hand no mercy at all and then he wouldn't and then he wouldn't stop so i could get a new coffee yeah i the way i remember it he ran up and did it from like 25 feet away <laughs> yeah no because i pulled it over his head and then i was like huh, that was funny we're just you know we're just horsing around a couple guys you know and then he just fucking <laughs> ruined my morning he's he's a man with a lot of fury inside <laughs> it comes out. Yeah, no, Chris, I'm it's Chris, probably bro. because <laughs> yeah, Chris is good. Yeah, so he probably realized he probably realized he had to drive like twelve hours that day and just <laughs> didn't want to have anything to do with Martello and his VHSs or whatever. Yeah, you know what? A new what? a new question I'm gonna ask everybody <laughs> is who drove the largest percentage in your band? Because Chris was the guy who uh, drove it's everywhere. It's funny. 
it's fillings. Like I feel like it's like Paul. Paul's the one. Paul's the one that did the most driving. That's like in the band. That's what I was uh, gonna assume it would be. Paul. And then our filling, Nick. It's pretty cool. Like we just kind of told Paul that he had a license and he didn't. He was like, Jordan definitely can't drive because he doesn't have a license. And we're like, okay, cool. Well, Nick can drive, and he's like, okay, cool. But Nick didn't have a license either. But I remember Nick. <laughs> Nick drove like a. We had like one drive that was like thirty-eight hours, and I feel like Nick almost drove all of it. <laughs> That makes my trip from St. Louis to Columbus look like nothing. Yeah, it's I mean, it's definitely all, probably always going to be the longest driver. It was just a bad Yo. decision that we made, honestly. <laughs> Chris, Chris, Chris always did a ton, but I always I always sat next to him because I think we always traded off. It was like me and Chris and then like J-Lo would do like when me and Chris retired, he would do like the last like like two, three hours of it to the show and like because i always said i want to get drunk in the back of the van but at the same time like chris for a while do you know how there's the cutout in the steering wheel he would text on like his oh like motorola God. chocolate phone and he, oh, would he had text a blackberry him. no yeah yeah blackberry and he would always text like during the most inopportune times and like i felt <laughs> Martello always okay. Martello always wants to ride up front with uh, the driver. It was always a bad decision because the the co-pilot always needs to keep the driver company and make sure they don't fall asleep. And Martello made sure every single time he's like, "Dude, guys, it's a highway hypnosis. I can't help it." You know what I mean? And he always falls asleep, and then the other person be like, "I'm fucking." Tired. Hey, just, 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 just be happy that I never drove, Dion. <laughs> I, I will say this: a lot of times, Martello is like excited that, like, I, I really need Martello there, like, to keep me up when I'm driving late. That he goes and sits there, and then, like, an, an hour into the drive, I look over to the right, and the seatbelt's holding again up. And he's like, bobbing. Up <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'll never forget the time that, like, I did that to Chris, and we went to, we stopped at like a, like a road stop. And because, you know, Chris has like Chris, ha it can be like a lot of times he'll, he'll be like very like monotone when he talks. And um, I remember we went to a stop and we I got a fucking huge coffee at Dunkin Donuts and I started falling asleep. And I just remember I woke up to Chris just going, you dropped the coffee. The coffee is on the floor. Your huge full coffee is on the floor. John, your coffee is on the floor. And uh mm -hmm. And somehow, it, somehow the, the, the you know it was those hard styrofoam cups. It didn't uh, it didn't break and go everywhere. It was always it was always a pilot. It was always a pilot. We always stopped at a pilot. God, yo, J Lo's co-pilot was always Martello. Chris, Chris, and me were always uh, road warriors. Who was uh, who were the road warriors in your van, Jordan? Um, or skip. Sorry. Yeah, I had I had mentioned before, like the the one fill-in had done a lot of the driving. The guy Nick, me and Nick spent a lot of time awake, like on that one tour. We did a lot of driving together. Um, I I wanted to sit in the front a lot too. Um, the only guy that wouldn't let me sit in the front was Paul. Me and me and Paul like always butted heads on tour. Honestly, um, he he made a rule at one point where if I had drank more than five beers at any point in one 24 hour period, he would leave at that moment. Like the, the first sip of beer number six, he said, that's when he would, <laughs> he would use his money to, to get himself home from wherever he was standing. <laughs> uh, good time. Well, luckily all our guys, 
all of our drunk people in our band fell asleep really fast. So yeah, yeah. Shout out to Gord. Oh hell yeah! After yeah. the show, it, me and Jeff became best friends because we just always had to stay up <laughs> drive late at night. <laughs> while Gordon, or Jordan, uh, Gordon, I can't talk. While Jordan was sleeping. Yeah. Hey man, I'm not getting in trouble. Most of the time, dude, it's true. No, like I not. said, I have I have this great friendship with Jeff. Now, so <laughs> I appreciate that. You could always re- you could always rely on uh, Gordo to f- fall asleep face first on a hotel room floor. He did not. Everyone was like, "Okay, who's getting the bed? Who's getting the beds?" And he's like, "I'll sleep on the fucking floor. I don't care." Happy to do it. Amen. Yep, absolutely. Happy to do it. Indeed. That's that's what works for him. Yeah, that's not me. I'm bougie as hell. Dude. Uh, yeah, a bed and a blanket. Sleep in that bed. I, I, I'm a, I'm a, and a shower. I'm, I'm, I, I have every bed habit in the world. I, I don't want to talk. About, I talk in my sleep. I do you, chew. Do you uh, have a bed? Do you have a bed? <laughs> <laughs> it's right behind me. Are you? Gonna- Erica also sleeps face down on the floor. Me and Erica actually. Michael Scott. actually Michael Scott falls asleep on the. On your birthday, she lets you sleep face down on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> And pee in the corner. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a while, but yeah, they both have happened. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a good spot to wrap it up. Yeah, I'm glad Jordan we didn't stop falling asleep face face first on the floor. Okay, guys, uh, that was episode nine of Raising Hell. Uh, what should the code word be this week, Skip? What should the code word be for a Venmo dollar? Face down. Face down. Face down <laughs> is the Venmo you. dollar keyword. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to message us, you know what? The only way to get your dollar is you got to email raising hell podcast with a K at gmail.com. And if you say face down, make sure you add your Venmo account. I'll give you a dollar. But that's if you listen this far. That's a that's a pretty uh, high fee. People, so. people are going to start to figure this out, and they're just going to like fast forward to like the very end. Someone's going to get ten dollars. They're just going to get their dollar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then fine. Then fine. If they want to get their dollar by fast forwarding to the end, you know what? Next episode, I'm doing it right in the middle. Oh, oh shit! I just set it in the middle of the fucking. Well, now, well, they're not <laughs> anyway. gonna. Well, they've already heard the. They've already heard the word at this point. They've they've stopped. Damn I'm gonna, it! Uh, I'm gonna hit the stop button now. No, but uh, skip. It was it was beautiful talking to you, Absolutely. and we miss seeing you all the time. And uh, tell tell the missus we said hello. No doubt, because, no doubt. Uh, she's awesome. Hey, Biden's giving money to the live venues. Maybe we'll all be jumping on each other soon. Yeah, dude, dude, PA, PA actually just announced this is going to come out probably a week later, but uh, PA just announced you don't need <laughs> Jordan to sleep. Uh, <laughs> PA just announced that you don't you you could go to a bar without eating food. Nice, and they raised the seventy five percent. So get it's, the hot dog, it's coming to be honest, but yep, yeah, it's coming up Millhouse, baby. It's coming up Millhouse, yeah, PA, we're on the way. and then. Uh, G- Jayla's going to get his vax and go see his mom. Blessed, blessed. Okay, guys. and then we're going to all watch the the Justice League Snyder cut. Oh Jesus! Four hours. I need to find four hours of my day to watch that shit. Happily, I think I might. Happily ever. We should, after. we should do a live watch. We should do a live no, watch four no, hour four hour no, episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next. <laughs>
episode episode 11 four hour live stream of justice for for hey thanks a lot for checking us out appreciate it peace out thanks